Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Humble and Hungry. I'm your friend, Natalie Poucher. Welcome back. So this week, I have my oh-so-lovely, handsome fiancé, who I actually haven't seen. (laughs) I see him in the middle of the night uh, while it's dark, and I can sort of feel him next to me. But honestly, other than that, we sort of cross paths. So it's going to be nice to sort of sit with him and... It happens to actually be our anniversary. So (laughs) I feel like we are just knocking two birds with one stone today. And we are answering all of your questions from Instagram and there's a lot of them, but they're actually really good. So I hope you guys enjoy the show. Yeah, about nine o'clock at night, and you literally just got home. On fire. And I was like, get behind the mic. <laughs> let's do well, this. Let's go. We're drinking a little glass of rosé. Salut, what are we drinking? Do you want to tell oh, the people? Santé. Santé. Ah, uh, this is a beautiful rosé that is Le Grasse and Haas. So it's actually... That sounds uh, German. They, they, Unless the way that you're pronouncing it, I might be German. pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> hey, it's the first one in the U.S. Oh, we're, we're drinking it. Nobody serves it. It just arrived to the U.S. And why do we get the privilege of doing that? Because we love champagne. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you. Cheers. I love you. Cheers. And to it's our anniversary. It is our anniversary. You are so good at the. At the like the actual one though, not like the every month so one how, on the twenty. How long has it been? Whatever. Uh, <laughs> Three years. Definitely longer. No. Piper's barely two, and we met maybe just a year before that. Oh, all well, in, babe. I guess. Uh, right. Three years. Yeah. Unless it's four. Oh my gosh! How do we not know? Don't judge us, babe. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the number is. I love you. Whoever is listening, don't judge. Riley is definitely the type that on the 28th of every month, he's like, happy anniversary. And I'm like, oh, right. It's also the day I have to pay my car. <laughs> so, <laughs> what a perfect day. I know. 
<laughs> it's a bittersweet day. It really is. Anyways, the champagne's delicious. That's mm. pretty impressive and kind of fabulous that we get to be the first ones in the U.S. to try it. So where are they trying to sell this? Is it just at restaurants that they try uh, to do? Yeah, so they're bringing it into restaurants first. And then as they get more shipment into the U.S., then they'll start expanding the brand. Well, that's very cool. Yeah. I have to say. It's pretty, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. That is, you have very cool perks about your job. That being one of them. You get to taste really cool things and be the first at many. Yeah, you work a 14-hour day and then you get an (laughs) awesome perk at the end of it. I mean, I'm not complaining. Are you overwhelmed right now? So I, I basically informed our friends here at home that you've been working so much. And we really haven't been able to see each other. I mean, to be honest, since the last time we recorded, we were like, we're going to have date nights and we're going to do all these things. And guess what? None of those have happened. None of these have happened. I just so work. this is our date night yeah. and it happens to be our anniversary, which I had no idea. So I look mean, at what us. A, what a fabulous Just knocking two birds out with yeah, one stone. But you know what, guys? Sometimes it's Okay. And I remember certain people, when it came to anniversaries, they would freak out over them. You're not yeah, paying attention. A... You're watching the, fo- the basketball no. game. <laughs> <laughs> Typical guy. It's the Olympics, first of all. Second of oh, all. Is it volleyball? A... I'm just looking yes, through it. There, it is. Oh. <laughs> but there is a lot of people that put too much weight on the anniversary. Or just anything, right? It's like, you know, life is busy and then you work a very many hours. You just put in those 14 hour days, six days a week. And then boom, it's your anniversary. And then you open you up trying- a bottle of champagne <laughs> that nobody oh, else has. By the way. Am I selling it yet? No. <laughs> that was a total happenstance. Uh, and I think you just remembered. When did you honestly remember it was your anniversary? This morning before I left. Really? Yes, I did. Why didn't you text me throughout the day? Because I didn't want you to know. I was, you know, the, if the life didn't get so crazy and it wasn't... Uh, Nine o'clock at night. Let me guess. You would have brought home flowers. Yes. <laughs> that was definitely on the... You're that was definitely liar. on the list. You've but only bought me flowers, I think, twice. Because there's only a handful of good florists right around here. So it doesn't have to be the best. I cannot go to Ralph's and buy flowers <laughs> for an anniversary. Might as well not even buy any flowers. So you might as well just open up a bottle of champagne, which is still beautiful. I love you. Again, you know, look, you know I'm terrible at gifts. That is not our love language. I was talking about that with Tatis, my cousin, a few episodes ago. Maybe it was the last episode. I don't know. I forget. And she was like, oh, have you guys taken your love language? And I was like, I don't think we need to. I think we sort of know, unless I'm completely wrong. It's definitely not the one buying stuff. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. Or I would buy you more I don't, flowers. I don't do, I don't care for gifts and I don't, I'm not really good at giving gifts. I know, gifts. it's perfect. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely words of affirmation and physical touch. Would you agree? Yes. Do you think that yours could possibly be acts of service? Meaning like if I put the water next to your bed and if I do things for you to make your life easier, would, would you say that that's a love language or like, could you do without that? 
like if I never told you I loved you and I never touched you, but I always did those things, would you be okay with that? I mean, not the <laughs> lack no, of the touch, touch. Um. <laughs> but yes. Yeah. Yes, I could. All right. Well, there's that. Speaking of touch, I also want to touch on this because we talked about sex life, the show, the one that you literally fell asleep in the first five minutes during a sex scene. Let's put that out there. First of all, did <laughs> you not just tell everybody since the last time I was on the show, which is probably two months that I've pretty much worked every day <laughs> since. No, I know. Um, but it was just really, you fell asleep during a sex and I go, Oh huh? my God, that's intense. And I look over and you're like, <laughs> I'm like, I guess not. Anyway, you didn't like the premise of the show from the beginning. Yeah. So you were like, this girl has it all. And she's complaining about her life and about her past life. Yeah. I definitely didn't like it the show. <laughs> so she is basically, they say that you cannot have it all. What do you think about that? Like from a male perspective. I say, why not? Mm, I like that. I almost want to leave it there. <laughs> yeah. Cause what is it all? You know, it's like, right. Sure. Anything, that, that is the main question is what does it mean to have it all? If you compare it to somebody else, because that's all you would be doing. If you were saying, wow, they have something that I don't have. Like, what are you comparing it all to? Are you happy? Perfect. That's all that really matters is if you, and your significant other are happy. That's pretty much all of it. Like, what what more do you need? Unhappiness. Like, there was a lot. So your of bar's unhappy. very low. There's a lot of <laughs> unhappy bar's low. in it's, are that, you happy? Uh, TV show. Yeah. There's a lot. All right. Yeah. I mean, so we'll just leave it there. You're not wrong. I think that there's just so many like within happy. If you really zoomed in, happy can mean, oh, okay, that. That could include this or that or, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, sure. We can dissect really it. start going to shrinks all the time and figuring out how to make us happier. Or we could just live a happy lifestyle. Your dad was in town for a couple of days. And he was very happy. He was very happy. <laughs> I have to say, I really do love your parents. And that's hard in a relationship. Sometimes mother and father-in-laws or even like siblings and whatnot, it can, and then once you have kids, whew, that can really affect a relationship because it's like almost, you know, how involved do you allow the, the mother-in-law or the father-in-law, you know, into your life and into your kids' lives. And, uh, it's, it can get a little, a little gray, you know, yes. and then depending on what your relationship is with, you know, with them versus maybe my relationship or whatever. But, um, they're just really good people. They really are. And you know what it is? They're easy. Yeah. Like easy going. I can take them to my crazy Latin loud ass family. I mean, I don't know how many times I asked her mom, are you sure <laughs> you want to go to this all day event? It's a family I'm reunion. I'm still not sure. <laughs> Just I was like, I love your family. You can totally sit this one out. I will not be offended. She's like, no, no, it's totally fine. And she was great. Your you dad know, also great. As an easygoing guy, your family is very fun to be around because you don't need to entertain. You don't have to do really No, you anything. can sit back, relax, it's, and just, and just watch. watch. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. No, but some could definitely get irritated by it. You mm. know? Because they want to be the life of the party, clearly. Because if it's I don't want to be, it's great. Yeah. 
I know you get along with my mom too, which is nice. And my dad. Everybody. Yeah. My stepmom and the whole fam bam. It's good. Um, So I asked Instagram to ask you a few questions and I think we should just get right into it. Shall we? (laughs) I didn't drink enough, everyone, but uh, let's go. Okay. Here is a question and it's, what's your favorite place to visit in the U.S. and in the world? First of all, I have never been West. So any, like I love to do Japan, Hong Kong, Singapore, just really hit. Tokyo. (laughs) Tokyo. Not right now because it's very busy, (laughs) but uh, I'd love to hit that part of the world. So I can't comment on the favorite place in the world because i'm just that type of mind where i'm like well favorite i haven't been a lot of places but from the places that you've been from the places i've been give me the one in u.s in the u.s would have to be i mean i love miami Mm. it's a city vibe it's an island vibe it's it it has a little bit of everything should we tell everybody what happened in miami no we never have to repeat (laughs) what happened to you in miami (laughs) so we go to miami for this event because fiji should i tell the story (laughs) how about we tell tell them both of our both of our stories i'll try not to interrupt the truth will come out throughout you know (laughs) to both of our narratives so we're in miami this is pre-baby and we're at, uh, one of his, it was like Fiji water that sent you out there, right? Uh, it was for, uh, South beach food and wine. We basically fly out there and we go to Nikki beach and long story short, I had one too many cocktails. It's so hot outside. It's humid. I hadn't really had a carb probably three weeks before that, just getting, you know, Miami ready back then. And so I get so wasted. I mean, like I've so wasted. I don't think I've ever been that drunk in my life and especially not in front of this guy. And I don't know what happened. It was just like, I really didn't have enough Fiji water at that event. And I really should have the juxtaposition of that whole thing. Huh? I ended up getting just like pretty much plastered and we'll leave all the little details out. I thought we saw Maluma. I still think it was Maluma. I was in love. I tried sitting in the private cabanas. I got kicked out. (laughs) It was a whole thing. And we get back to the hotel and he literally has to shower me. I mean, you guys talk about hitting rock bottom, (laughs) but Oh, here's his narrative. Go ahead. So, up until this point, because there is a positive at the end. What is that? That I rallied. Love a girl that can rally. <laughs> and you rallied. So we go. She's wasted. <laughs> There's Maluma. It's Maluma, Maluma, Maluma. And all I, I, I mean, we're dating, right? And... Yeah, All but he's a celebrity. It doesn't matter. Oh, Riley you... Haynes. By the way, when we watch a movie or something, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love him. And he looks at me like, no, you don't. I'm like, it doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. It only but, counts when they're in front of you. <laughs> but it, she was wasted. 
she already prefaced that. So she was Maluma to an extent that was obnoxious. Everybody with us, they're all VPs and of different organizations and stuff. Help and me. She Help me. was Maluma. No, we have to go back for Maluma. No, he <laughs> liked me. Inside. No, he wanted to be with me. He was hanging out. He smiled. And the security, everybody kicked us out. Like, no, no Maluma and is not I was there in the bathroom, you. and there was a really pretty girl, and she walks out, and the security guard, like, escorts her, and she was with Maluma. Yeah, and I was and like, you oh. were not. <laughs> <laughs> so, as much as you thought at that moment... I'm not laughing, I'm crying. The, the, there was, you were with Maluma, you weren't. So, we went to this dive bar. We walked to this dive bar. The whole way, it's like, you know, only like five blocks. The whole way. All right. Maluma, they, Maluma, they, Maluma. They get so it. So you could understand how <laughs> upset I was. Then we get back and then she passes out. And it's one of the hotels that have a mirror in the ceiling, huh? Yes. So <laughs> I, I did take a photo of that. That's pretty epic. Maybe I. Maybe for re- ramification oh, of no. the dreadlocks, maybe that goes up. <laughs> <laughs> I can't guarantee it's a, a bitch. Yeah, yeah, I can't guarantee that's appropriate. So we will not do that. Yeah. But then I you're like, no, I'm I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy, I'm sleepy. You and I'm like, what? you need no. to get your you know shit when together. You're, you know when you're in Vegas, well you've never been to Vegas, but when you go to Vegas and you just get hammered during the day and then the sun is down and all you want to do is lay in that bed. And then your girlfriends are like, you need to rally. You get up fast. You don't know how, but you put yourself together. Well, and before you, you know it, you're well, in the club again. Right. <laughs> but let's keep with my narrative <laughs> here. because I'm you, just trying to remind ladies at home, yes. we've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> you're not the only one. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, so we're in the shower. So I'm like, you have to rally. She would not rally. Get her in the shower, washing her in the shower, getting all her all ready. Then all of a sudden, finally it sparks. She decides to rally. She rallied. We were supposed to be there, I think, at 9 o'clock. We didn't get there until like 10.30. And we went to... um, Kiki on the beach. Or Kiki on the river. Okay. You got to go to Kiki on the river in Miami. It is... Was a good reason to rally. The best place, the funnest place to go to. But because people loved us, and then they, you got over the Maluma instant, uh, we arrived an hour and a half late, and they already finished dinner. So then they were like, all right, you guys go eat dinner, and then come back and party with us. So yep. we went and ate dinner by ourselves, which was beautiful, beautiful and magical. And had the best meal. Best meal. Music is going like... And then the party started. But I will say you did a phenomenal job rallying. And that's probably the only thing that saved the relationship. Because at the moment, I was like... How embarrassing, Everybody was like... What if I had ruined a relationship between you and someone? Like a business someone. I mean, look, everyone's in Miami having a good time. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It was pre-baby. You're like, screw the VP of whoever. No, you... Yeah, no, you were like so maluma everybody's like are you sure you want to be like she wants to be with maluma not you and i'm like no she she wants to be with me she just doesn't know what she's saying right now Anyways. so by the way we will never be going to a maluma concert <laughs> <laughs> maluma baby okay so that's in the u.s sorry that was a very long story you know how i like to do so miami is your favorite place yes and do you want to just say a couple places you love to go so obviously kiki on the river oh 
Kiki. Nikki Beach. Nikki Beach is pretty cool, but it's uh, a fun daytime pool thing. Be- pool Beach. Uh, I might murder names, but uh, uh, Baoli, which is a supper club concept, it's still there. It's pretty awesome. Uh, it's been there forever, and I do still love SLS. Everything SLS does there and their concepts, well, their pool go. parties, pretty Take awesome. Notes. And that's that we haven't been there in a while, so we haven't really refreshed sort of our exactly. memories there. But um, okay, what about outside the U.S.? I mean, Paris would definitely be high on there, but I would say, still want to take you there, but Croatia. Mm-hmm. Croatia is a magical place. Why do you say that? I don't know. It's so easygoing. The water is beautiful. The people are chill. It's very like still rural in a sense, but it's for us. Uh, Coming from America, it's just a beautiful setting that we don't have here. Um, and I feel like it's it's not overly popular, I would say. Yeah. Like, for it, example, like right now, everyone and their mother's going to Tulum, which, by the way, we're going to Tulum. But, uh, like, Tulum and parts of Italy, everyone's going to Greece. Like, there's, like, hot spots. And I feel like Croatia hasn't really been on on the map yet. Agreed. And it's going to be, and that will be the unfortunate day if we don't go there before everybody else, because it is a very special place. The, the music, the food, the vibe, you know, I have never eaten creamy truffle pasta that tasted good as I have in a small little like roadside cafe in Croatia, in the Istria, so the northern part that it's sweltering hot outside and you're eating this creamy pasta and it's like just nothing, you know, it's like, that's cool. If you ate that same thing here, I, I was blown away. Cause yeah. if you ate that thing here, you'd you be like, all right, I need a nap. You haven't been to Italy. I have been to Italy. What? Oh, you've been to Venice. Venice. Right. You don't have been to Rome. Yes. I got to take you to Rome. Okay. Here's okay. another question. I'm willing to go by the way. What is, okay. I'm all day. I'm all day. <laughs> I will take you. Um, what's your favorite thing to cook? Everyone always asks, what's what's like your go-to meal favorite thing to cook? Um, I'm a real pain and I don't have a go-to. <laughs> and you know this. So I know, but the, I have to let I, you answer this. I know. I mean, if you could take me to a farmer's market and say, hey, here's your budget, go to town. I'm going to whip up something special. Like, that's what it is. It's just farmer's market, creative. Since we've been together, how many meals? You've never repeated. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. You've never repeated, I think, one meal. I can't do the seasoning the same. More than twice. No, you don't do the seasonings even the same. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I will say that about you. You like fresh, just fresh produce. And that's why HelloFresh, when we did that, you were like, yeah, this is actually very fresh. Yeah. Which, by the way, the code is HUMBLE14. Uh, for 14 free meals and plus shipping. Well, that's a sweet deal. That's a, I know, right? By the way, it, there's just 14 free meals. Yeah. And they were like actually really I'm good. I'm going to use that code. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's that question. Uh, here's another one. If you couldn't be a chef, what would you do? And don't say oceanographer because everyone's already known that story. Yeah. I honestly <laughs> think I would be a beach bum. No. No. All right. I would love to I'm, I'm a fast-paced person yes you know i would still 
I'd love to do the stock market and, and I don't know anything about stocks. I have, I, I have friends that help me out in that regard, but I'd love to work at the stock exchange. Really? Yeah. It just seems fun. But you also love New York. You love that sort of go, go, go. Shit's changing every five minutes, which I enjoy that too. Yeah. But doesn't that sound awesome? The stock? I don't know. It's a lot of numbers. (laughs) I I didn't say I would be good at it. I just said (laughs) that wasn't the question. It's very true. Do you have any big plans this summer? What about for the next year? If any of your plans involve trying for kids, then there's an easy way to learn more about your body while thinking ahead. The Modern Fertility Hormone Test is a simple at-home finger prick that unlocks tons of insight into your reproductive health. From egg count to menopause timing, oh, that's good, to possible outcomes for egg freezing or IVF. All good things to know if kids are in your future. It's the easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within 10 days. Traditional testing with your doctor can cost over $1,000, but Modern Fertility gets you the same info at $159, a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com humble, you can get $20 off your test. Also, if you have an HSA or FSA, you can put those dollars towards modern fertility. You'll get insight into your hormone levels, how many eggs you have, and other important fertility factors. The results go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also talk one-on-one with a fertility nurse to review your results and options for next steps. If you want kids today, or maybe one day in the future, Clinically sound info about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you. Right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash humble. That means your test will cost $139 instead of the several hundred or even a thousand plus dollars it can cost at doctor's offices. So get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash humble. That's modernfertility.com slash humble. What's both of your favorite desserts? I love dessert and I need Riley's take on this. I'll tell you mine. I love cheesecake. I don't like dessert, period. But I love a cheesecake and a cookie. Do you love a deconstructed cheesecake at marriage table? You know, can I be honest with you? No. (laughs) (laughs) Part of what I love about a cheesecake is cutting it and being so precise and then when someone else goes in there to just make a disgusting little hole in it i'm like it was perfect Mm. and it was beautiful why just i like the idea of cutting it right down to the crust and then take it it's weird and it's a little psychotic but but you and i have that same thing it's like me with ice cream i have to you skim skim the top skim the top like it's like i'm just if someone goes in there with a spoonful you're like now i have to eat it until it's flat again yeah Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. That's so annoying. <laughs> we have like food OCD. I love you. Anyways, so my favorite dessert is a, is a cheesecake and then a cookie. Hmm. What is yours? I would say if you, if I could have vanilla ice cream with huckleberries and huckleberries are a very specific thing to me, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm. I tell them your is, love for this it. This is food in general for me. Like I could tell you where certain types of sage, if you gave me pineapple sage from a farm in the Midwest versus a farm in the Pacific Northwest, I could tell you which one is what. So, and he's Huckle- not lying. He's uh, very good at it. It's mildly obnoxious. Huckleberries from Eastern Oregon and Western uh, or Eastern Washington are insane. They're so tart, so much flavor, and they are a pain in the ass to pick. Because so, the, wh- why do you like them tart? It, oh, are Huckleberries tart in general? They should be tart and just super pungent because they're tiny little tiny little berries. But if you go to the western side of the state you get these big plump blueberry type huckleberries and they're muted they taste like a blueberry and it's like i don't want a blueberry i want a huckleberry mm-hmm. right and and then even when you're picking them the ones on the west are maybe 10 feet tall the bushes because there's just so much more moisture versus the condensed ones on the eastern side are maybe two feet tall mm. so it's just the climate you know it really changes it so, so that what, would be so one why is why isn't huckleberry jam a thing uh it is go to oregon or I know, Idaho. But, but why isn't it here why don't they ship them why don't why is it not a big bigger deal because you never hear not, of huckleberry jam because it's a very it's like specific uh, to the state yeah it's like their you, thing you don't have a Cabernet coming from uh, the Willamette Valley. You have it coming from Napa. You know, it needs a certain climate to grow. You have Pinots, of course, but, you know. So I, know, I just, wasn't saying to grow. I was, main, I was mainly saying to, like, ship out. To probably because there's like not a, a lot of them. Oh, you okay. Know? I don't know. It's a great question. So vanilla with huckleberries. Yeah. And a souffle. Mm. It's so classic, and nobody does it, and it's a dying art. But when you have a great souffle, there's just something about it. And I think it is partially because it's light and airy and you can eat a bunch of it. Or because I know how much dedication it took to make that. Mm. One of the two. Not sure why, but souffle. Any flavor. Just throw on. Send me over a souffle. What's Riley's favorite restaurant in Santa Barbara, Montecito? Do you have one? Uh... So we ate at the Spanish restaurant, Loquita. Loquita, which means like, loca, loca, loca. Uh, it's so good. We took Piper when she was maybe six months, right? 
we did a quick trip down there. Do yeah, you remember she that? was so small. She was so little. My sweet girl. I'll have to post photos of did that. Did she eat any of the food? Actually, I have a highlight on my Instagram, and I think it's all Santa Barbara. Yeah. She did. We did baby led weaning since she literally from the beginning if it was good quality we gave it to her yeah we didn't um which is funny because before having babies sorry i'm going off topic here again we always talked about oh we're going to make purees and we're going to do all these things and then once she was born and we saw you know we would like give her certain things to sort of play with like cutting an avocado and having her hold it and suck on it or whatever we were like you know what let's just try this whole baby led weaning thing and it worked out for us i mean we did a little bit of the of the pouches and whatnot but we didn't do a lot of baby food yeah it's strange looking back it's i feel like we've pretty much treated her like an adult since we have uh, we have i can remember we should write a a short-term memory we should write a book one day of all the meals we've given her and like how to basically from like start to finish she is such a good eater granted that could just be a her thing but i feel like we didn't overwhelm her with like the food groups and you took lots of photos because i can't remember anything i know i took so many photos you know what's funny i feel like with a second baby i'm gonna have to relearn everything unless it just comes back to you i don't know that freaks me out What's Riley's favorite cut of meat? Oh, so I would say a ribeye. I need a little Mm. bit of fat. Like the marbling has to be there. Filet, overrated. Can you teach everybody how to cook a steak beautifully? Yeah. Go. Okay, so you season it. Are we doing it in a pan or in a grill? Either one. Let's let's make it more simple. So let's just say a pan. Say all you have is your stove. So you're doing it on stove. In your oven. So you season the meat really well. Both sides. Because your meat can truly only take on so much. Especially if you season it right there. Some meat will fall off. Or sorry. Some salt will fall off. Um, or pepper or whatever you're putting on it. Right? So... Unless you're marinating it, it's not going to really be overly salty or whatever with that seasoning. So heavy salt has to be kosher salt, though, or or coarse sea salt. You, then you get your pan ripping. You want it to almost be the smoking. Add your oil, a little bit of oil. So you get the pan hot first, and then you add your oil. Yes, so okay. ripping means hot. Sorry. Yes, ripping yes, hot. That's, no, no, that, I that's understood cool. that. I just, that, I, I wanted terms. to understand that it wasn't like, see, this is what I always do wrong. I always put the oil in probably while it's still cold, <laughs> like already making my first mistake. No, so, it, it, that doesn't change it that much, but you know, you, you can want oil your, burn. It can. That's why you put it in at the very end. So Keeps then it, fresher. it doesn't burn. What about, um, adding onions or garlic or any of that stuff? So you'd add it afterwards so so then you throw or place it in the pan sear it get a nice maillard reaction which is caramelization uh so we're saying like like a few seconds on each side or you're you're saying like a minute on each side probably if it's say half inch it's probably 45 seconds to a minute okay then you flip it Get a nice sear on the other side. Then you throw in 
the butter and the herbs, the onions, the garlic, whatever you want to throw on there. And then you kind of baste it um, with the spoon and you just baste that stuff over it. You kind of maybe flip it one more time, baste, baste, baste. While the, while the, while the heat's hot. Why it's still just... Ripping. Ripping. <laughs> okay. Then what I think everybody should learn is a cake tester. You have your fingers so you can do your rare, medium, rare, medium, well, well done. You can do that old trick by touching it. Or if you don't want to burn your fingers, you can get a cake tester, stick it in there, leave it in there for 10, 15 seconds, pull it out. A cake tester is basically just like a very, very thin little metal sort of stick. That you test the cake with. Yeah. But just in case, because I didn't know what that was until before I met you. But again, I didn't know anything. So you stick it in there. So you can Google cake tester. For a a couple seconds. And then you pull it out. And touch it on, like, on the bottom of your lip, not the actual lip, just below it. And like if where it's, it creases. Yeah, and then you can tell if it's cold in the inside. Okay, it's not ready. Or you can tell, okay, it's hot. Okay, you're probably in the medium to medium well range. So you can kind of gauge that. And once you get that temperature down on the, the bottom of the lip, uh, you'll have a perfect piece of meat every single time. So what do you do when, um, when you sear it and then you throw it in the oven or is that more chicken? No. So I'll do it. I'll do it both. But if it's a thicker, if it's a one inch thick piece, then, quick, yeah. then I'll do that. And if I'm doing multiple things on the stove, you, you always use your oven just as your backup. So you put on your oven on broil, then you can keep it going just like you would on the pan. So then you can kind of go back and forth. I don't do that in the restaurant except for for a piece of fish or chicken, um, steak. I don't do that as much with. Okay, perfect. Here's another question. Was it love at first sight? Oh, well, <laughs> technically, <laughs> technically not at first sight because she didn't see me. Um, <laughs> but it was love at first Instagram. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. And there was really not many filters back then, so. You get what you so, see. So it was the real deal. That's so sweet. What was his first thought when he met you? Uh, probably that she was nicer than I expected. Like on our date? Yeah. Yeah, because you thought I was a because bitch before that. I was, you know, not... <laughs> I mean, I still wanted to meet you because I was told that, wow, you really need to meet this girl. But I wasn't really sure after all the times you blew me off and all the times you yelled at me and said I wasn't good enough and I need to do this. <laughs> and I, and you're very demanding. Again, we've spoken not, about this. Not that you're demanding now, but no, you, you I was were definitely assertive. not demanding when I met you and you were very sweet. That's nice. I won't go into mine because then we're going to be here for three hours. Okay. Ready? Finish the sentence. Dating a Latina is like. Tres leches. <laughs> I'm going to wake up Piper. (laughs) I don't even get it, but I kind of love it. Is that weird? (laughs) And that's also one of my favorite desserts. I forgot about that one. That's hilarious. Let's just leave it right there. That way we don't ruin it. Wedding still question mark. Of course. Yeah. One day. Right. 
I'm not sure we're ready for that. Don't you think Piper needs a little brother with like a laughing face? <laughs> that is funny. And I didn't write that one. <laughs> Favorite Chicago restaurants have lived here for eight years and always looking for new places. So Maple Nash definitely up there. Chicago cut is up there on the kind of steakhouse side. Then Momotaro, one of my favorite sushi restaurants. If you have never been, I believe it's been a while. It's been five years or so since I've lived there. The rock and roll sushi chef, I believe it's in Lincoln Park. Uh, and I cannot remember his name, but he is the wildest, fun, most fun chef. You have to make sure you bring him some beers so he's happy. So that is... Is he still there? I'm assuming he's still there. Uh, it's been a few years. Because it's been a few years, but I don't see him going anywhere. And uh, Italian... There's an Italian restaurant with Chef Mauro, Mauro, I think. And that is down by the Hancock building right across the street in the Raffaello or something hotel, exceptional high-end Italian. Um, I mean, there's so much great food in that city. And then there's all the really high-end food, the Alinea's and uh, Ever. And I mean, it's just endless. Chicago is my favorite food city. Yeah. And then make sure you go see his old hotels, the Godfrey yes. and London House, his his pre-babies before Lido House. Okay, here's another question. Do you see yourself living in Orange County long term? Ooh, that's a great question. Great and hard question, huh? It is, because I feel like current state, yes, because we have so much going on here. And hopefully we can change the food scene enough and the kind of that culture that we could see ourselves living here long term but i think that is your goal though if you take bring that quality out, restaurants back to orange county or not back just it is bring them to orange county you know we just need a little bit more life and just that breath of fresh air when you go out and we lack that right now so it's tough to say because if you asked me two months ago i might have said absolutely not now i you know i always have that fight it always comes and goes so right now i'm on that fight so yeah yeah and i feel like i have especially because of covid i've just been sort of hunkered down here inside the house and but now that i'm so i really haven't been in newport much but like driving and i've weirdly been back more often in the past like what two weeks it's funny it is so pretentious like, I forgot the world that I had been around forever, just driving around and the people and the cars and the houses and everything. I mean, it's crazy the amount of money that is in Newport. And not all of it is pretentious, but a lot of it is. I mean, the women and just all of it. It is such a scene. It's crazy. And it's funny because um, this new season of Real Housewives of Orange County, which I won't, you know, dive into, but they have some new ladies on the show, which I think are going to, just by what I've heard and just like 
from what I've seen, I think they're going to represent Orange County a little bit better than what I think I've seen in the past. I think I feel like I've shown you a couple photos of some of the girls that are coming in. And I feel like, yeah, that makes sense. Like there is just so much wealth in in a very, very small zip code. Yeah, it's very it's it's endless and I mean you go up to Chris Covey play golf at Pelican Hill and it's just houses on top of houses on top of houses that are all insanely expensive yeah. and you're just like how is this how is there that many yeah like because i i mean i am not from the area and i don't really hang out in that area so this was a f- just recently it was the first time uh up in that area and it was like wow it's endless they're on top of it. because when you actually go to somebody's house or whatever you don't see all the rest because they do a very well a very good job because once you're behind the gates yeah. they're definitely separated yeah but man they are on top of each other right but, but from the golf course they look like they're just yeah. stacked well and, emerald, and that's just uh, emerald one area. bay though is stacked yeah and that's just one area so it's 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 quite it's a fascinating uh microcosm that we live in in orange county and that's not just newport that's everything and i think if we can figure out a way to make it affordable for workers to live here then we can create something really special because you can have the wealthiest people in the world but if you don't have people taking care of the wealthiest people in the world then you have nothing Mm -hmm. so i think that it will be something we're going to have to figure out in the long term to continue to elevate this area and then also be part of that because i don't want to be the one doing it every day <laughs> yeah i don't want you doing it either <laughs> i'll never see you I know. or piper i haven't seen so. you okay here's our last question you ready i have a small business selling cocktail supplies like flower ice cubes any advice for growth by the way One, send, send us send us the oh here let me look at her thing i love it right how cool is that her name is Flower Child Cocktail Supplies. Hey, guess what? You know what you have to do? You have to keep doing that. You have to keep promoting yourself, keep promoting your business. But you, who am I talking to? He asked, asked the guy here. What What would you say? You, I, I mean, I, I have no idea. I don't, I don't really do ice, but I am a sucker for anything cool. And I like to buy it at least once. So, especially in the food and beverage world. So if there's an e-commerce thing, just market the crap out of it other than that try to get it with your local chefs try to get in your local restaurants with your bartenders and stuff because look at this this is some stuff that i feel like you would be like yes send me over a bunch of stuff just look at all her stuff that is so cool yeah because once you get that in the hands because let's be honest chefs restaurants bartenders always want to want the cutting edge right and and we want to separate ourselves from the rest of the pack but if you can buy it there's so many places that don't have freezers that can make this or enough storage or whatever so if you can make it for them and sell it to them i think that is i mean this is very beautiful so kudos to you very impressed so definitely try to get it in some of your people's hands and in the local area and 
people talk and it will spread because yeah. this is some very beautiful stuff in your packaging it's great all right you guys i think that's all we have for tonight baby i love you happy three or four or five or two i don't know what her anniversary is but happy anniversary i love you this is sort of a perfect uh, happenstance huh i love you baby happy accident happy anniversary i love you just like piper happy accident. <laughs> that's what i was thinking <laughs> i'm kidding everyone at home all right i love you baby cheers love you too. thank you guys so much for tuning in i hope you guys enjoyed the show i'll always love having him on he's just the best isn't he and I feel like we answered most of your guys' questions. Those were actually really good. I need to have them on more often. You guys make our date nights very exciting. <laughs> Anyways, I love you all so much. Thank you guys for tuning in every week. Please make sure to share the podcast with your friends and loved ones. And make sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And remember, stay humble and stay hungry. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.